Podcast. Podcast. Are we saying podcast? Welcome back. Welcome back. Two fanboys and a filthy casual. Back at you once again. As usual, this is Dennis. This is Lewis. And this is Harold. And that delay is uh, actually, I don't know, is that Lewis's computer or... No, that I Lewis's thought the, timing. What's going my on? My timing's here? off. My timing was off. I was, <laughs> it was like the music. I was jamming to the music a little bit. Sorry, that it was confused in our intro music. Yeah, that was confused. amazing. Like, oh, I can hear the music. Lou is making his own TikTok dances to our intro music. <laughs> uh, yeah. Hey, Lou, if you can do a TikTok dance based on our uh, our, our our opening song, more power to you, buddy. Make it go viral, baby. Exactly. Exactly. Well, welcome back, everybody. Thank you very much for being here today. It has been a hot minute since we've been able to record. Um, things have been going weird, especially for on my end. I've had like emergencies upon emergencies. Uh, boys, remind me to tell you what happened. Why I wasn't able to record last time. Oh, yeah, Crazy. Right. <clears throat> um, uh, how are things going with you guys? Can't complain. I mean, it's hot as heck in the valley again. But um, yeah. Well, I guess I can't complain a little bit, but, you know, it's all right. I can't complain, but here's what I'm complaining about. (laughs) Can't complain, but the price of gas. I can't complain about everything. Um, Yeah, Yeah. everything's uh, decent on this side. Uh, Really quickly, since we're doing like a whatever here, um, just a shout out to my sister, because my sister got her doctorate over the Mm. since our last break. Uh, Really proud of her. Uh, just unfortunate that her freaking school was so damn far. Well, technically, it's not that far because I drove past that school for over like seven years. But, you know, good for her. Um, she's got more degrees than I have fingers on my broken hand. I do not have a broken hand. But if I had a broken hand, I would still have five fingers. She has less than five degrees. Okay. <laughs> This is my TED talk. I am so lost. I think I need like, I think I need my imagination, my imaginary uh, whiteboard over here to try to uh, try to figure that out, dude. Yeah, uh, yeah. I needed a roadmap for that one, but that's okay. It, it was, yeah. it was a, um, a journey that you took us there, Harold. Thank you for that one. Yep. I just want to get, also give a shout out to the, uh, to the organist at her uh, graduation for playing the songs that, I would love to have heard while we were walking in our graduation, um, such as, you know, um, Duel of the Fates and all of the themes from Star Wars. And then I felt bad for the students who were walking in during the Empire's theme. (laughs) Because those unfortunate nursing students have now been labeled as evil. As (laughs) Empire. Sorry, guys. Here's your degree, but you're Darth Vader now. Maybe. <laughs> uh, man, well, yeah, congratulations on that, um, Harold's sister, whoever you may be. Um, today, we, we're going to be starting off with a little bit of a trailer park trash or trailer park. What do, what do we even call it? Yeah, just a trailer park. Trailer park. And then, we talk, and then we say it's either a trailer park or trash. Yeah. So, Lou, take us away. Um, what is it that we're going to be uh, perusing today? Well, today, the most recent uh, addition to pop culture movies this summer is the newest trailer for Black Adam, starring uh, Dwayne Johnson. Uh, finally, uh, The Rock has his own superhero or antihero uh, to call his own, and it is in the DC Universe proper. So, yeah, uh, the trailer dropped just a few weeks ago. We got our first look of him in full costume. Uh, the Rock has been pretty good about showing it um, little teasers and and the, you know, if you're on social media, you've seen all the little images and whatnot. But uh, for the first time, we saw full action. Uh, Ted uh, Adam, I believe his character's name is. Um, yeah, in, in action. I really thought he was going to say Ted Talks. <laughs> no, I, I thought he was trying to pronounce the in the rock. <laughs> Ted. Ted. The, <laughs> the rock. <laughs> So, yeah, a, a full two minutes worth of action. We see uh, again, we see Black Adam in action. We see the Justice Society of America, or at least uh, the cinematic version of the Justice Society of America um, and a bunch of our newest heroes. I'm not really sure who's playing whom. I, I know Pierce Brosnan is playing Dr. Fate. So I think that's the big take uh, takeaway for that. So um, if you're if you're not a big comic book fan, Dr. Fate's supposed to be 
the Doctor Strange equivalent, basically on the uh, on the DC side of the co- of the aisle. So pretty excited to see what he pulls off in this one. So yeah, what did we think of our first look of Black Adam? Um, before we begin, um, I want to tell the uh, the audience um, Lewis is a- actually uh, relocated to uh, to Florida, and um, if you can hear the uh, the typhoon that is going on <laughs> in his background. So if if, oh, if if you're wondering what that is. Florida. Yeah. Um, I'm know, in a wind tunnel. You know, uh, it's surprising um, that, you know, I knew it was coming. I knew because he's been, um, you know, he's been showing off his, like his workouts. He's been showing off like the, the suit and everything. Uh, I was not expecting what I saw. And what I saw was basically like, um, I think it was the first part of of uh, the mummy, you know, like the mummy three or something like that, because it it sort of reminded me of like uh, I was waiting for uh, the rock being in like the the crappy CGI with like you know uh, Toro from uh, or Goro from like Mortal Kombat, you know uh, Mortal Kombat two because it was kind of interesting. I wasn't sure what I was I, I was expecting. I don't know, dude. Like. I don't know if I like it yet. Mm. Um, I thought the graphics were cool. Um, Dwayne Johnson has finally succeeded in becoming a superhero in real life. Uh, the only thing that he doesn't have is like actual like speed and flight. He he looks crazy, like yoked. And that was the only thing I was focused on, to be honest with you. I hate to say it. I was so focused on how yoked um, uh, The Rock was. I was like, how is he even moving in any of these movies, in in, in any of these things? Um, and then the, the other thing I was thinking about is, how how does he get out of his suit? It looks so tight. Like, that's what's kind of making me laugh, too, is Zachary Levi and Shazam had to have muscles added into his suit. And it's still, he still looks smaller than The Rock. Like, I, I, Lycra is a hell of a thing. I don't know what is going on with, you know, uh, everything going on over there. But good for him, I guess. You know, you know, making the rest of us look uh, small and feeble. So I think that's the point of the the character. Supposedly, is to be like so big and so thrusty. Thrusty. <laughs> <laughs> were you trying word? to think of the word? <laughs> were you trying to come up with the word thirsty and then? I don't, know. I don't know what just happened. Thirsty. So speaking of thirsty, um, oh, oh, what do you call this, Doctor Fate? What a hottie, dude! Like, yeah. um, like, <laughs> is it weird that Doctor Fate looks like a better Doctor Strange than Doctor Strange does? Right. Uh, I can see that. Like, yeah. bro- like when Brosnan came out, I was like, dude, how how did they miscast this guy? Like, you know, <laughs> I mean, they're doctors, you know, good for them. They did the same degrees my sister has, but like, <laughs> uh, it's just int- it's it's I the, this is the other thing is some of these characters for me at least I'm not as familiar with, and I know that's kind of a thing that they they're really trying to harp on too is that. These are guys that you're going to be familiar with, but not particularly um, uh, know too much about. So here's a little bit of what they're going to do. And if you want to see how they, they end up using their powers or even powers they have, like come and watch the movie. But for now, it's just like, hey, it's that guy or that guy looks like someone I can be or not be. But I know. Here's so- not Falcon because he's also a guy with wings, but that's Hawkman. But yeah, I get, I get it, dude. Like the cast is interesting because I, I like that they, I mean, not that the JSA is some like deep cut superhero team, but it kind of is. Like if um, you know, the more recent, you know, you think they would push for like Teen Titans, maybe you know, the kind of shows that are already on DC or have a good following uh, from the Cartoon Network days. But no, you know, they decided to go with the JSA, like a, a little bit uh, again, like a, a bit of a deeper cut. But yeah, I guess if you're gonna go with the deep cut, go with somebody who has a, a lot of uh, you know, recognizability, I guess, in Pierce Brosnan. And you're right, dude. It's funny you say that because I didn't even think about it until now. But he does look more like Doc. He looks more Doctor Strange than Doctor Strange actually does. But um, yeah, and I think that um, you know, some of the other characters. I think Adam Smash is one of them. Uh, like I said, Hawkman. Um, I think 
there's a, a, another character or two, but I, I can't remember. But yeah, so it, it's going to be interesting. The dynamic is like, I, I don't know if they're just trying to pull off like more another team um, team movie like Suicide Squad. Uh, how is it going to even fit uh, with that whole thing with with the uh, yeah like like Harold said Shazam um, is I'm assuming they're still going to tie each other to tie together uh, that you know technically they're from the same wizard that that gave them the same powers so um, yeah it'd be fun to see um, and like Dennis said dude like The Rock literally got bigger for this role I cannot imagine how but he did it and like he really might be the only uh, superhero that has not needed CGI nor uh padding to look like a freaking superhero so hopefully the acting keeps uh, up to par with the aesthetic um you know i love the rock but he's not really gonna you know i, I don't know if he's gonna pull out pull out the heartstrings or anything like that for this movie but yeah i'm rooting for it I'm, I'm excited for it i mean with all the news happening with dc movies lately maybe this would be a, a win for them finally um I just thought of two things, uh, Lou. One is, um, I think you just came up with the new, the next uh, big parody, uh, the title for the next big parody movie. Uh, it has to be the, uh, uh, another team movie. No, not another team movie. Not another. Yeah, that's, that, that's, so I was like, <laughs> damn it. Um, and the second one is um, speaking of miscasting. I think. Uh, I have to see pictures now, but I think um, The Rock now can uh, cosplay um, a cyborg from Teen Titans without, like, um, you know, without it actually looking ridiculous because, yeah. like, the tiny legs, huge body. <laughs> and then the only thing he needs to do is go booyah and uh, everything's set, dude. But that guy had his chance and he's still, he's, he's, he's that. I know he's embroiled in a lawsuit, but you know, it's unfortunate for that guy. Also, they probably wouldn't want to do the Titans thing because they got the show going and they, you know, too. I, 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 that's why I think they're still messing around with or messing up stuff with them doing cross properties, like having a cross property of the Flash, both the movie and the TV show. It's 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 just kind of weird, you know what I mean? Like they they're. They never had a live action Batman TV show while any of the Batman movies were coming out mm-hmm. with two different actors or same thing. with Well, I technically they do with the Superman thing, but you know, or what's the one called the newest one that just got canceled. Oh, uh, su- uh, Superman and Lois, I think. Okay. Yeah. Well, that got canceled. Dude. Or, I don't know. Too. Maybe slowest, um, but like, you know, for, for the most part, when you have those kind of things, it just seems weird. You know what I mean? Like when they did that crossover episode that Dennis loves so much, where they have Ezra Miller and Grant Gustin talking to each other. It, it, it just, for me, and it, I know it's, it seems like the simplest thing, but for a lot of the fan base, like younger audiences, they're going to be like, okay, so are these two different, um, you know, uh, Superman, are these two different flashes, what's going on here? Or who are, who's, who is the canon universe that we're supposed to be following now? And I think that's the biggest uh, mistake that DC period has been making. It's like, we're making, we made another Batman movie. It was pretty good, but we just had, we're having another Batman coming up in the flash. We had Batman literally just in justice league. And it's like oversaturation of characters. It might be, but for this one, let's just hope that they, stick to what they have now and then it's like they don't try to throw too many people that have been around in like different parts of the universe we yeah. get it we get it you don't like batman I okay do like fine. Batman. <laughs> fine. Just, just cut up pieces get it, get, it. Get it, cut it out get yes. out <laughs> Yeah, I mean, I, I trust that DC kind of, I mean, I don't know, it's funny that DC's actually had a better track record with their B or C list characters and their actual A list. I mean, no, I, I take it back. Um, you know, they haven't had any luck with Superman on the big screen. And I mean, Batman, they're like pretty doing pretty damn great. But like the Justice League, we're still waiting to see what they can do with Green Lantern uh, and, you know, and, and the Flash. Uh, obviously, the jury's still out if the movie ever comes out. Um, so, yeah. Uh, Hopefully they pull off a really solid um, movie for this one. I think The Rock deserves another hit, um, but deserves like like he, like he owes us anything. But um, yeah, so pretty excited for this one. So I, I guess we'll wrap it up on this one. Uh, do we give this Trailer Park Trash or Trailer Park Gold? Um, I, I'm going with uh, Trailer Park Thrust uh, at this point. <laughs> <laughs> 
because like I said, um, I honestly, if, if, if somebody put a, uh, you know, a weapon in the, to my head and uh, threatened to kill me, uh, if I didn't tell them what was the story about, I can't tell you. Yeah. But if I, if that same person told me to describe uh, what the rock looked like in that costume, um, I have 30 minutes of my time to, uh, cool. to, to talk about it. That is going over overly detailed on that thing. <laughs> Exactly. Like I can tell you about the texture. <laughs> <laughs> I know every crevice of that suit. Um, I can tell he works out. <laughs> <laughs> he works out on his squats. Um, I would have to say, you know what? Uh, for what it is, and for the fact that I literally don't know anything going uh, about the character too much going into it, I'd give it a little bit of gold. Like maybe not twenty-four carat or anything like that. Like uh, one of those dusty ones you can get in Chinatown. But mm. it's better than trash. Like um, it gets you more interested into what the property is gonna be about, even though it's really vague. It's it's still a teaser. Um, but I mean, too many long teaser. You you should have a little more information. Yeah. So. The, the thing the thing for me is that I got more interested in a JSA movie than for for um actual Black Adam. You yeah. know what I mean? Because that's true. It it's like I don't know. Maybe it's just me, and maybe I'm just uh, uh, jaded and disillusioned. Yeah. Who knows? But um, that's my that's my take. You just want more Pierce Brosnan. Oh, Pierce me, Brosnan! <laughs> You're gonna Everyone. be so mad when he puts a helmet on. Take it off. Yeah, take, take it, it off. off again. <laughs> Everyone wants more Pierce Brosnan, right? <laughs> it's gonna be it's gonna be like every single opportunity like they have is like, and he'll just like um, shake his hair, <laughs> so it'll like flow. How is that man so beautiful? Is my question, dude. And how is he He's so like beautiful for wine, so long? Yeah, like <laughs> Mrs. Doubtfire Brosnan with no shirt on. It was a drive-by fruity, you know. Like, um, yeah. I, I actually, he was my favorite part in uh, Lewis's favorite musical. Oh yeah, yeah. I'm so happy she ended up with him. Thank God, Mamma Mia. Did she really though? <laughs> I mean, it's, or did, you're right. Or oh, by no, the. Yeah, she did. But like by the process oh, yeah. of elimination, if we go with the sequel, she ended up with nobody. Yeah. Womp womp. Oh. Just her Oscars, I guess. I know. That's what you get for being a. Yeah. Anyway. Uh, yeah, that, that's what that's what happens when you focus too much on fashion. <laughs> and not love. And All right. Well, that's it your, for uh, assistance. Uh, oh, wait, I think that's it for did. Trailer Park. Not, 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 not a lot came out in the summer. I mean, all the movies are starting to come out now. So if you haven't seen the trailers yet, they're going to be in theaters. Um, so, yeah, that's it for my poopery. How about you guys? There was a poopery I was going to talk about. Harold, help me out here. It's with the video games. It's the video games. What was it? What was it? I don't know. I forgot, Harold. It's the one, two, three, four, six. Oh yeah, <laughs> a, I mean, H. Lou, have you had an opportunity to uh, see the trailer for the trailer for Street Fighter Six? Yes, I have. It looks very interesting. It looks very interesting, and it looks very exclusive. Oh, uh, yeah. womp womp. <laughs> you know, it'd be worse though, and this is like uh, above first world problems, is if it's disc only and it wasn't digital, because even then I wouldn't be able to play. <laughs> Dude, so like. 10 people can play it with that. I would I would throw this $500 machine into the pool. <laughs> How is it that I I was reading something like uh earlier this month that you know the uh, the 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 sales numbers for the PS5 is just like staggering and there's like a, a huge amount of like units that have been have been like uh like shipped uh, you know shipped and handled handed to people already. But you still can't get anything like it's in a, ridiculous in a physical store. You would imagine a, a, an item that came out over a year ago. You would figure that there would still be some availability somewhere like, yeah, the holiday has passed and there was no physical stock for any of them. I mean, if there was, there was like three machines in a store or something and they, they were gone within literally seconds. And a year and a half later, you have nothing literally nothing like I, you can go into a store and it'll still have the display that says oh these are just displays only there is no physical copies of any of these things everywhere so i mean is it because of street fighter 6 probably not 
Probably not. But I'm really interested in in this. I don't know why, um, but it's because of Street Fighter and every iteration of Street Fighter. I want to be able to be mediocre at it because I've seen people play Street Fighter Five. Like I can't grasp the mechanics anymore. Um, you know, like I, I I've tried. I've, every time I play, I go, I go online on Street Fighter Five, and I use the same mechanics that I used to play, in, like back in Street Fighter Two, um, yeah. and I can beat people. But like once you fight somebody that you who knows how to use the parry system and all those things, you're gonna get your butt kicked. So um, I'm looking at it. There's a there's a again there's a couple of I, I was i was reading it there's a couple of new um systems that's going to be in there um different parry system so knowing me if i can get a ps5 i'm gonna buy that game so i can play it um but um i i, I think i'm past my prime now to fully comprehend how that game works yeah i was like watching videos of them doing the demos on the parry stuff and I remember doing that and being able to do and pull off those moves in Street Fighter 4 very well. Um, something happened between Street Fighter 4 and Street Fighter 5, and it probably is the controller because I had Street Fighter 4 on my Xbox and Street Fighter 5 on my PS4. But like all of the knowledge that I ever picked up from learning how to do new stuff in Street Fighter 4 just disappeared. And it was literally just the same, like Dennis said, the same old stuff. Fireball, if you jump in the air, I'm going to jump kick you in the face. I'm going to wait in the corner. I mean, um, that's it. Obviously, it's not going to work as well as it used to in the past because these are a brand. It's like a brand new game, but the familiarity is going to be there. Like mm-hmm. they just showed the um, um, uh, guile. They just did the guile uh, reveal, and I was and I follow this dude named Justin Wong, the best Street Fighter player oh, of yeah, all time, dude. and um, he was literally like, "Oh, so guile has the same two moves." <laughs> It's like flash kick, and... a flash kick and a sonic boom. Oh, but this one sonic boom goes uh vertically, like di- vertically diagonally. So it's like, ooh, you might not want to jump at Guile at all anymore because he's gonna fireball you to death. But no, so got lit yet loose. So I'm sorry. I know. I know so I'm, yeah. I mean, not that I could even pick it up anyway. But if they're not gonna have my main. I mean, will I even get the game? Yeah, I wait, saw wait, the trailers for it too. Wait, wait. Sagat is your name now? My main man. Oh, okay. <laughs> he said he's his main man. My main <laughs> man. I'm Lobo now. Um, yeah, dude, I saw the trailers for it. Like, it sounds really exciting. I mean, it looks really fun. looks super exciting. Uh, but like, if Dennis is already apprehensive about his skill level, then I must be like outside the window looking in because I am afraid to even see how I would keep up with this game. Um, I mean, but tangent, but have you guys been to round one in Burbank? lately um yeah i, have, I yeah. went i went there after a late night show actually after we saw uh, my son and i went to see Jurassic park uh at the amc anyway long story short they have like the the fighting games over there are still pretty weirdly competitive and it's such a like a great throwback to like the old days of like yeah like you know two dudes uh, on a machine hey, two dudes on a machine on street fighter i think they have up street fighter five over there now you just said two so, dudes on a machine yeah <laughs> All you gotta do is swipe your card, baby. And yeah, it was it was it's kind of a nice throwback, to be honest. I was like, oh, there's still like I mean, I'm sure it's not like the competitive Evo scene per se, but it's like it was kind of cool. It was like just seeing like uh actual machines and uh people playing on them and, and not a huge line, but like people still just kind of hanging out and watching. So I dug it. Uh, cause yeah, I think that's as close as I'm going to get to uh street fighter anytime soon. Cause I honestly don't think I'm going to get a PS five anytime soon. Um, the question I, is, I'm, did you play? No, again, intimidating. Oh, come on. <laughs> I know. 12 year olds are really intimidating. Hey man, it was a, uh, yeah. Burbank on a Friday night, man. It's popping. Ooh. Hey Lou, I have an, I have an idea for, I'll bring my PS five over. Right. So we can play it sometime. We'll, we'll bring it to dens. Cause he's the. Technically, he's a centralized one, even yeah. though because literally he's in between both of our houses. But I will bring my controller at one percent battery and the other one at one hundred percent, and then you have one chance to try to beat one of us before the battery. <laughs> before the battery. 
I I I like this. I want to say I like my odds, but I don't think I do. <laughs> I don't know if that's more embarrassing than giving you thirds. But... <laughs> Jesus, dude. <laughs> I'm gonna I'm gonna hold that over to you, like till like we're no longer friends, bro. L- Lewis is on his deathbed. Yeah, thirds. Yeah. Lewis, you gave me thirds. <laughs> Lewis, I, I have something know. to tell you. <laughs> I give you thirds. <laughs> Very part of my eulogy. <laughs> this one time he was feeling really down about himself. And he was gonna give up, maybe not just but in no. the game, but in life. <laughs> and I was like, here man, my foot is itchy. I'm gonna scratch my leg. <laughs> I am gonna walk away now. Okay. Um to, uh, to our main story today. Um, you know, it's been a while. Uh, so much so that before before we show this, it might be on uh, Disney Plus already instead of uh, um, uh, in the movie theater. <laughs> but um, a movie that came out uh, a few months back um, was Doctor Strange, um, Lollapalooza, and um, as a multi what was it multi uh, a multiverse of madness, um, and I, I have to tell you, and I think I told you guys, I was not in a hurry to watch it um, just because I don't know. Um, I was kind of underwhelmed by the first one. Um, it, it was so close to inception that, um, that I, I was, I wasn't really that interested in it, but I was finally able to watch it. So today we finally have a great moment in our uh, pop culture history that we get to talk about Dr. Strange, not Pierce Brosnan. Boo. I know. So Lou, take it away. Take it away. Take it away. Take it away. Maybe in a different universe, uh, Pierce Brosnan played uh, Doctor Strange, and yeah, we can... and maybe in another universe, Dennis played Doctor Mario. <laughs> <laughs> and we can dream walk on over there and see how that is. You um, do so... understand that that's the, not the Doctor Mario part, but <laughs> if uh, if Pierce Brosnan played um, Doctor Strange. Okay, and um, and uh, what's his name? Um, crap, I'm pulling and a Lewis Cumberbatch? right now. Yeah, Cumberband. Um, if Cumberband um took the role in Thor: Dark Word World, um, that means that he would have failed in the MCU, and we could have had a season five of Sherlock. That would have oh. been a better multiverse than <laughs> what we're having right now. Is all I'm saying. <laughs> So t- take it away, Louis. Take it, take it away. So um, for today, I guess we're going to go talk. Uh, do you guys want me to do a little lose views for Doctor Strange in case you haven't seen it yet? Or if you want to wait, by the time this drops, it might be on Disney Plus. So it'll be yeah. free for you if you're streaming. No, 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 nobody wants to relive it again. Nobody. You got to give, give them the views, Lou. I got to yeah. give them the Here views. Here we go. Burr, burr, burr. Lose views. Burr, burr, burr. Into Doctor Strange and the Multiverse of Madness, uh, starring Benedict Cumberbatch and directed by Sam Raimi, of all people. So excellent choices. Um, at the beginning of the movie, we're introduced to uh, America Chavez, our newest superhero. Uh, looks like she's fighting along uh, one of the newest versions of Doctor Strange, who dies within the first five minutes. And then we segue right into our universe uh, version of Doctor Strange, who is sadly attending, not being part of, uh, Christine, his life, his uh, his um, on and off girlfriend, um, own wedding. Uh, we find out later on that America Chavez has this incredible new power of jumping multiverses. The uh, little uh, MacGuffin, I guess, that was introduced in Spider Man: uh, Far From Home or No Way Home, uh, one of those homes. Uh, and so, yeah, we are. We have to, of course, find out who it is chasing America Chavez uh, through the multiverses. And it turns out it is none other than our very own Scarlet Witch. So, if you haven't seen WandaVision, this whole development might have been a super surprise for you. Um, so fast forward to a lot of shenanigans. So, we do now know that the um, what do you call it? the multiverse exists different versions of our favorite heroes are out there and in one of the most jarring scenes ever we are introduced to uh, another universe's version of the illuminati i think this is the, the part of the movie that was most talked about and i'm sure we'll talk about this into more detail later uh where we are introduced to finally a new a version of uh black bolt professor x uh mr fantastic captain carter 
I think she's not Captain Britain and uh, a, a different version of Captain Marvel. Um, not um, shoot, not Brie Larson, but the other actress. So, yeah. And uh, again, like I said, in one of the most jarring scenes in, in MCU history, uh, Wanda dismantles this version of the Avengers, um, solos them, if you go by uh, message board terms, and just wrecks them. Uh, this, of course, excuse me. <clears throat> segues into more uh, fun fighting action uh including the dark cold and and other mysterious items and and uh, unfortunately uh what do you call it wanda comes to uh i, I guess wakes up from her from her uh, little tirade and well commit seppuku and uh, there goes her story as far as we know but uh and dr strange saves a day when we are introduced to a whole new multiverse in the mcu um i think that's all uh, obviously i miss a lot of things but burp, 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 lose views for dr strange in the multiverse of mothers burp, burp, burp. So, so yeah um what did we think i'll start I, go for it I don't know what I th- what to think, to be honest with you. Um, there were moments that I enjoyed. Uh, definitely the, the, the part that you talked about uh, where um, dismantling is a, a good word, but, you know, destroyed and, uh, you know, massacred is also good, yeah. good words for for what happened. I enjoyed that part. Um, I enjoyed that Wong is now a Sorcerer Supreme, mm-hmm. um, you know, but. I was not able to enjoy um, what I was hoping for. You know, um, I was hoping, uh, I don't know, with the lead up of, of WandaVision, I, I heard that he, she was going to be the villain, you know, um, you know, they introduced America Chavez. Um, there was no, I, I didn't get to know any of the characters more um, after the movie, you know, um, which I, I guess is the problem with, um, with with movies in itself. It's it doesn't really have enough time to try to you know explore um, anything. But with so many characters, with so many balls being juggled at the same time, um, in the end, it was flashbang. It was a um, spectacle. But I don't know if I really got anything from it. Um, you know, Sam Raimi. Being Sam Raimi, I was looking forward to it. And yes, there were a lot of moments that was very Sam Raimi-esque. Um, but in the end, I don't know if his style um, really su- succeeded in the way that that he uh, that we all wanted it to. So at least that's that's my initial reaction. Um, I enjoyed it for what it was. Uh, like Dennis said, the whole Sam Raimi thing was just different. Um, because I like even before Dennis saw the movie, I saw it uh, like I saw him before he saw the movie and I warned him already that it's it's the very first Marvel horror movie. Horror. 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 Um, because Which I'm still looking forward to. Yes, I would love to see that version, too. Um, but um, the it, it wasn't even Sam Raimi doing any of the Spider-Man films or any of the comedies that he did not even comedies. But like the darker stuff that he did, like it felt very Evil Dead 2-ish. Yeah. Uh, not so much Evil Dead 1 because that was a straight up horror movie, but Evil Dead 2 where there's a little bit of co- uh, comedy in there, a little bit of cornball-y stuff. But uh, when the scares came, the scares came. And I was not expecting that at all. I was expecting a straight up Marvel superhero movie. And so to see that, it was a little bit surprising. And it's kind of like a welcome change because a lot of like the reason I love um uh, Thor Ragnarok, uh, compared to a lot of the MCU movies, is because it's a different version of uh, like a movie in the MCU. It's like literally the movie is basically a straight up action comedy, whereas everything else has been taken so seriously. And it's like having a little bit of change of pace is kind of nice. Um, yeah, I get it. Where you know, if you had never watched WandaVision before this thing, mm-hmm. this movie makes absolutely no sense. Like, there was no people prefacing saying you by the way before you watch this you should watch i mean people have been saying it but you know for the most part um some people just watch movies so you know if you don't watch 
two television shows for me. Like if you didn't watch What If and if you didn't watch WandaVision, because those things make a lot more sense. And then you're able to understand the story more and you're able to um, appreciate some of the character and character moments there because you had seen those previous properties but otherwise if you didn't you would be like well what's the deal like why does she Mm -hmm. what why how come she can't be with her kids oh she doesn't the kids really don't exist how am I supposed to know that you know weird things like that where it's like specific details that you wouldn't know going into the thing like I went to watch the movie with a couple of friends who had never seen any of this stuff so they were like okay I didn't get that and why was uh, the girl from Captain America? Why was she dressed like uh, Captain America, but not Captain America? So when you have a property like that, it's just going to be tough all around to get a general sense from general audiences who aren't like particularly invested in other things besides the main MCU movies. Yeah, I get that. I think I'm with you on the the biggest gripe on that one. I mean, we're kind of a different audience because all three of us obviously watched WandaVision when it first came out. But yeah, dude, like, I I don't know what percentage of people out there are. Yeah, you're right. Watching this movie thinking, oh, uh, the same Wanda that last time we saw her was at the end of Endgame at Tony Stark's funeral is now this uber powered, you know, witch who, yeah who like solos other people and has gone evil so yeah it's it's a bit of a a a weird trip i mean i guess it's their first like real big experiment about like uh i mean marvel at least Uh, this is like their first like foray into like let's see if the um mcu or the the disney plus shows can cross over into our regular into the regular movies so uh, I mean, I, I think they try. You know, they tr- they did the reverse, obviously introducing the new Black Widow and putting her in Hawkeye, but not the other way around. Uh, you know, showing advancements in the TV shows and the movies. So um, yeah, it, it's 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 there. Um, and then for the actual movie itself, uh, yeah, th- this is like the first honest to goodness scary movie. I know Scott Derrickson, I think that's the guy's name who directed the first one, wanted to be uh, wanted the second one to be a horror movie, the first one as well. And if I'm not mistaken, uh, the dude like stepped out or stepped away uh, because of creative uh, differences, I guess, whatnot with, with Disney. So, you know, Sam Raimi ended up with a job and yeah, it's a very Sam Raimi-ish movie, which I honestly kind of thought was appealing. I, I kind of dug it. I, I love the little, the dumb little zoom ins. And of course, every, um, Bruce Campbell cameo and every moment he's in there. Uh, but yeah, uh, it's, it's definitely different. It's not for every, it's not everybody's speed, unfortunately. So, you know, I mean, hopefully enough people saw it that they make more Dr. Strange movies, but yeah, this is definitely different from the rest of the, from the other MCU movies. You know, one of my biggest gripes is, you know, just the in characters itself, like, um, you know, in the end, did any of the characters really grow by the end of the movie? You know, um, I, 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 to be honest, I thought it was a disservice to Wanda. Um, if this, I mean, I know, uh, you know, spoiler alert, in the end, he, she gets, she's supposedly destroyed, uh, kills herself mm-hmm. in order to destroy the dark home or whatever it's called, um, you know. But if this is possibly the the end for Wanda, it's you know it's such a disservice to the character. And you know, fast forward four years, five years from now, when they do um, the big crossover, it's going to be Wanda that's going to save the world, and everything that I just said is moot. But by the end of the movie, um, I'm not excited about America Chavez. I'm not excited. I'm sad about what happened with Wanda. Um, and in the end, does Doctor Strange actually learn anything? Um, nothing. You know, the only thing he has is he has an extra eye now. Yeah, that's that's it. I mean, this is just my thing in general is <clears throat> the last two or um, yeah, literally the last two Marvel movie, big MCU movies, this and No Way Homes, like the spoiler culture, it's not even spoiler culture anymore. It's just like uh gotcha, it's literally gotcha cinema where you waited so long like like we all were like what like we said when no way home came out and the first time let's say when charlie cox came out and we talked about this before it's like oh charlie cox cox hey there's daredevil cool get an audience reaction cool 
first Spider-Man comes out, get an audience, you know, <clears throat> or a first villain comes out, audience reaction from that. It was, it felt the same way with that whole Illuminati scene mm-hmm. where it was just like, that scene was only built for an audience reaction. Like you could have taken that scene, you could have put four or five different characters in there, whoever they were, and just have her massacre those people. But instead they went for the big shock of these are characters from our Fox properties that we now own and we will literally destroy them in front of you. And uh, I think I mentioned this before. Uh, I'm well, sorry. I mentioned this to our other buddy because I was saying one of the commercials was literally a wheelchair of somebody with Patrick Stewart's voice. So you obviously knew Professor X was in it. Mm-hmm. Uh, I had no idea he was going to bust out the animated series uh, wheelchair, which is why. And then when the song came on, you know, I wanted to throw my popcorn because that was pretty exciting. But like having John Krasinski there playing Mr. Fantastic, it was a, a fan thing that everybody had been pushing for anyways. And then when it pays off, you're, you're supposed to be excited about it. And then they get rid of all the characters in literally minutes. But I was just the whole time I was like, you did this specifically for an audience to pop when like that's what these movies are becoming nowadays like i i i I don't like that direction anymore i i I would love for it just to be the movie you know or characters like dennis said dude if that was a character development plot for any of the other villains or uh people or anybody that could have been in that illuminati at that moment (laughs) but they went for shock factor they went for uh just an audience pop and it was just kind of disheartening just to know that like I get it. You're trying to please the audience, but at the same time, like it's, it's a, it's a, a one trick pony that you used in the last movie already. Can we move on? Can the next movie not do anything like this anymore? Like, like there, there was nothing about the movie to be spoiled except the cameos. And that's, what's kind of just mm. bothering me now. It's like, when there's nothing to spoil in no way home besides may dying. And there's nothing in this movie to, to spoil besides those cameos. Um, I'm scared, you know, especially the way you laid it out, because if you think about all the past movies that we've had, you know, it was really to introduce. I mean, that's why we had such a great moment during Endgame, you know, the culmination of everything that we've been waiting for, everything that we've been watching for 10 years, um, you know, and that's where the big pop is. You know, that's why every it, 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 it was a pop that was deserved. And at the end, you felt satisfied, yes. you know, because of the buildup. And now you're right, Harold. Um, if if this is where phase four is is heading um, and it's just like, you know, um, a really quick, um, a really quick, uh, you, know, um, you know, lead up to something exciting and then boom, yay, explosion. And then we go back to the way it is. Um, it's it's not looking good. For Marvel, we might as well be watching Black Adam. Yeah. I think that's why I think with your guys' perspective, I get it. That's why I think that's probably why Moon Knight and Shang-Chi of all movies are doing or you know are so well reviewed because it's it's funny to say it this way, but it's almost like a throwback to those solo stories of it's like it's literally just one guy doing his super heroics. I mean, yes, Shang-Chi ended up fighting a big old dragon at the end, but at least it was just his story and his dad's story. There was no overarching like uh, yeah, multiverse or, or, or parallel times or different uh, versions of yourself fighting or um, yeah, quick cameos like Toby or Andrew McGuire showing up um, to rely on. So yeah, I mean, it's um, Andrew uh, McGuire. Uh, <laughs> Andrew Garfield, my bad. No, 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 no. That's Harold. Uh, that's, that's Lewis is a, uh... This is a fantasy right there. <laughs> Andrew McGuire. <laughs> yeah. Oh, yeah. Um, so, yeah, but I mean, even Toby's even with face, that, but uh, Andrew's youth. <laughs> I thought you were going to say Andrew's face with Andrew's body. <laughs> <laughs> so, I mean, yeah, I mean, I, I still dug it, though. I mean, it was a highly enjoyable movie. I think the only part, though, like I said, is uh, the jump scares was definitely not something that they advertised for. I mean, I guess you should have seeing it coming with all the how it's advertised as being super dark with all these uh monsters and whatnot but i think it was still properly fine um i guess my only other question though dan is i, I think you're kind of a 
I, I think you kind of saw in the future in our review for WandaVision then, because I think you even brought it, you brought up the fact that at the end of WandaVision, you were concerned that one of the most powerful women in the in Marvel was going to become uh, a future antagonist somehow. And yeah, fast forward a year later, it came to fruition. So what do you what do you think, dude? Because I think you were talking about that. We brought up at the end of that, uh, at the end of WandaVision, we we're talking about like, you know, the whole Phoenix thing, uh, uh, Scarlet Witch, and how, you know, eh, unfortunately, in, in pop culture, uh, women, powerful women end up becoming uh, bad guys. So yeah, what uh, when I when I saw it happening, I couldn't help but think of like when you reviewed it, and it was like, oh, oh, Dan's not gonna like this one. Yeah, I mean, personally, I, I knew it was coming, mm-hmm. but they could have done something about it. You know, there could have been it could have been the start of a redemption redemption arc. Um, she could have realized something um, and tried to do something about it, but they spent so much time. Um, reveling in the whole I'm evil and you know um, this is who I am and everything that you know in the end I don't know if she really learned anything in order for me to be hopeful about it and then what do you do you know you you know you you, you fridge you fridge the, uh, mm-hmm. the, the the powerful woman again um, and so uh, like like I said who knows maybe they are better writers than I am, and they have, a, uh, they have they have a plan. And like I said, in like five six years, End Game two or something like that, <laughs> um, we're gonna find out that she is going to be the, the you know she's gonna be the hero again, you know. But then of course the, with with uh, with my uh, again my biggest gripe of End Game was that you had Brie Larson's Captain Marvel touted as going to be like the next big thing. You know, and you give her nothing to do in your in Endgame, and now she's relegated to one of three characters in her upcoming movie. Mm-hmm. You know, so it's like, yeah, the, the unfortunate. Like, I think they're trying to bring it back with having Jane be, you know, <clears throat> the new Thor or whatever. But for the most part, like you said, the, their track record has not been very good. Um, you take the most popular female character they ever had in Black Widow. And you kill her in the big, big movie. And then you bring her back. But then you always realize, yeah, we brought her back for this part. But remember, she's dead. And apparently for now, there's no way of bringing people back. So, I mean, you know what? I did enjoy her more as a villain because she actually had something to do for once. Mm -hmm. Like, you know how like in besides Civil War, Wanda was like, but up until WandaVision, besides her part in Civil War, she was literally like the most backgroundest of background characters. And giving her a chance and to to make her the villain, unfortunately, it was just the other the same problem that all Marvel movies run into is that you know all villains are one and done, except for Thanos, and maybe for Kang the Conqueror, but we don't Loki. know that yet. And Lo- well, yeah, because Loki was so good, everybody just loved him. But it's like. Technically, he should have been dust dusted like a couple of times already. Yeah. And then so like when Loki dies in Infinity War, that's a big shock to everybody. In this one, when Wanda passes away, it's like, well, she was bound to die. And it wasn't ever like, oh, no, bring her back. It was like, dude, you have this super powerful character that could technically destroy the whole universe. And it takes herself to take herself out, you know, not even realizing so much like, what she did was wrong, like would have been the great redemption arc that Dan talked about, but instead, like, I can't win. So this is how I'm taking myself out. So yeah. that kind of character arc, um, just work on it a little bit, guys. Anybody making future movies about this, um, just do something. I know Love and Thunder is coming out next month. Pretty sure Christian Bale's a one and done villain. Sadly, you know, right. um, something just you know let's change it up a little bit yeah. like like I, like i said i like this movie because it changed up the 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 um vanilla storylines that they've been doing for most for the most part where everything seems very staticky but at the same time there were parts that you could have made like this movie could have been so much more epic i but, i agree but I for agree. what it is i i liked it but there's so much more room for what could have been yeah especially with the potential of the whole multiverse thing that they try to establish in, I mean, that they established in No Way Home, but then it's literally like they forgot that movie ever came out. Like it has n- somewhat no ties to this movie at all. 
besides Doctor Strange being like, yeah, I, 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 there's something about something's familiar about a spider, but yeah. Oh, well, um, the one thing that I have to tell you, I know this is nothing to do with uh, Doctor Strange, but you mentioned it. Um, I'm hopeful because it's Taika Waititi. Um, and, uh, you know, uh, Thor Ragnarok was a great movie, but, um, I am a huge Jane Foster, uh, uh, turning into Thor fan. I, I was able to read, um, the comic books, um, a huge fan of, of the run. Um, and I, I just have a feeling it's going to be a disservice to it where Jane is just going to be, uh, you know, a joke, um, for, mm. uh, for, for Thor, for two hours yeah so it's gonna be like It'd be a lot of oh thor you got a lot hotter kind of deal or yeah, so you're just as hot i don't know god i hope i hope not because i would be really disappointed um one thing that we 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 kind of mentioned um but it kind of glossed over is um the, the one moment that uh, the that made it memorable for me the huge pop um i gotta tell you um black bolt dying amazing oh that was uh that was shocking to me but it made so much sense to me and it made wanda so epic at that moment so that was yeah. my favorite part of that one um i'd have to agree with you dude uh, i think but my my close second though would have to be i don't know how doctor uh doctor professor uh professor x's third cinematic death goodness so so first he gets dusted in x-men 3 and then he gets stabbed in Logan. And in this third movie, he gets his next snap. So, um, yeah, maybe Patrick Stewart should retire this this character uh, for a while because, uh, yeah, he's it's not looking good so far. Um, yeah, uh, I think that was actually up there with it uh, for one of my epic deaths. Um, so, H, actually, w- that's a good point, dude. Like, I mean, given that Marvel's got, like, obviously Disney Plus, do you think it would have been better served if this was a Disney Plus show? I mean, I, I don't know if they can stretch out their budget because I mean, it looked great. Obviously, no, no, no. Yeah, it looks solid, but like, I, I, I have no issues with like that. I just have issues with them doing the stunt casting kind of deal. I got gotcha, you. Gotcha. You know what I mean? Like, like it's it's fine. It was fine. I mean, it's. I, I understand where they're coming from. They were like, hey, these are characters you wanted to see interact with the MCU. Um, unfortunately, we're only going to give you a small taste. But eventually, because this is a multiverse. Uh, established uh, property now, those guys are going to come back eventually, right? Hopefully. Um, yeah. Also, Black Bolt reminded me so much of the Sphinx from Mystery Men that it kind dude. of... Dude! Like, dude, you are so correct. Like, right <laughs> when I saw his face blow up, I was like, dude, that's how Sphinx... Would... I was like, that's how he... <laughs> it went down. <laughs> that's how he's going to go out. That's it. I said, to be honest with you, Lou, like, kind of uh, answering your question to, to, to H... Um, I feel that that movie should have been a first half. Like um, there were so many things that they extended. Like, did you really need that whole scene? Um, you know, the good like ten minutes it took for Wanda and for uh, Strange to go. Oh, we're we're having a conversation. Oh, I never said her name. You know, and then it's like, oh surprise i'm a villain you know like that could have been that could have been uh, imagine if we started off the movie uh, dr strange knowing that it was that she was a bad guy that she was the one looking for for america that we could have ended the whole dark home thing like uh, the world is in trouble you know strange you know uh, wanda realized that uh, wanda realizing that she's in trouble and that second half could could have been the redemption arc for Wanda, you know, saving America Chavez, you know, and America Chavez being why is she not in the why is she not in the why is she not the why is she the only person not in any of the the multiverse things? Oh, maybe it's because something it's something that Wanda did, you know. Mm. Surprise, surprise! What is she? She is a mutant, you know, like something like that could have been. There were so many possibilities that they could have done, but they they extended that whole thing, um, and you never get a satisfying, you know, uh, 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 ending. At least on my part, so I don't know. <sighs> I, I, you know, you know, what scene I really loved though, because it was such a Sam Raimi thing, was uh, Wanda's attack. Wanda's attack on what's the name of the place again? Oh, um, 
Yeah. I'm I'm literally blanking on what sorcerer town. Yeah. I don't know. Um, but in the mountains, I um I, I it's been a while since he watched this, but her attacking everybody, her uh, pinpointing the one weakness on there, and then to have that uh the mirror, um what do you call it? The mirror, uh, the mirror, or, yeah, or yeah, where that, that's supposed to be the biggest trap that yeah that Strange has, yeah. And I was like, dude, this is this is genius. I mean, like, like that was a literal horror movie part mm-hmm. of the movie, mm-hmm. and I was like. You know, at any time, like she did, she pulled out uh, her hand and tried to grab America because like we're all trying to do, we're trying to take down America. Um, and <laughs> it was I thought that was like the most fascinating part of the movie. And then from there, going into the different multiverses, there could have been someone. I think that's where more or less for me, where things could have been so much more fun is playing with the, you're, like you're you're you have the concept there, but you're not playing with the concept mm-hmm. like. You jammed all the multiverses into one multiverse where everybody's like, you know, futuristically good. Even Mordo's kind of, you know, not as bad as he's supposed to be. Um, and, you know, he got nerfed pretty hard. Like you thought he was going to be the main villain after yeah. Doctor Strange. And then he doesn't even he gets like 10 minutes of screen time. So you could pronounce his name. It takes you longer to pronounce his real name than it does the amount of screen time the guy got. Yeah, so. that's true. Yeah, so hopefully, I mean, a little bit more maybe self-contained in Doctor Strange 3, but it looks like if the uh, end credits is any indication, we're going to get, oh my God, why can't, I'm having a brain fart. What's that actress's name? Uh, well, I know Charlize the character's yeah, Charlize Theron as Clea. Uh, if you know the comic books, that's Doctor Strange's newest love in, or, you know, his on and off again love interest and uh, wizard. Um, so yeah, jumping right into action with him and his third eye. So, yeah, I mean, without uh, the body's not even cold yet, and he's already off to his new adventure. So, yeah. Okay, let's let's wrap this up. Um, where do we stand here, Lou? Um, I would say, okay, for, we're going to go to our uh, classic rankings. Uh, I would say this is uh, perfectly cromulent. It's not the best Marvel movie. It's not even the best multiverse movie uh, this year. Or in this past uh, few months. So, yeah, I think it's perfectly cromulent. Uh, it's nice seeing uh, Benedict Cumberbatch back in uh, in action. Um, you know, I, I think with any Doctor Strange movie, it has to be a gimmicky affair. It can't be a straight-up action movie like, uh, you know, the Captain Americas or the Iron Mans of, uh, of those days. But I thought it was perfectly cromulent. It's, it's, if you have a few hours to spend uh, when it finally drops on Disney+, Plus. I think it's worth watching, but if you don't, uh, I wouldn't res- necessarily go out of my way to watch it. Um, I'm going to go with uh, because of there are like as, as we kind of said, there are moments that are worth watching. There are moments that um, that it, it has its merit. Um, you know, I would go with Cromulent, I'm not mm-hmm. even close to perfectly Cromulent. I'd go with the Cromulent. Um, I might rewatch it again with uh, my third eye. Um, you know, and, and hopefully try to <laughs> be a little bit, yeah, with with glasses this time around. Um, you know, hopefully um, feel better about it, but not holding my breath. Um, I'm gonna say it's perfectly carmeline. Um, Like I said, I like the change of pace. I like having something new to watch at something that's not too familiar. A little bit of horror, horror, a little Roar. bit of uh, comedy, just the Sam Raimi take on things. Um, not too like Dennis said, not too much on the advancement of characters, but you know, having one major character now technically not part of the universe, mm-hmm. uh, that's a big deal. Also, I would have to say, and I know I do this a lot and I harp on this a lot, it's very unfortunate that this movie had to come out and call itself the multiverse of madness when a better multiverse movie came out weeks before this, and that is the movie that I keep talking about that no one else has watched, <laughs> and I will one day make everybody watch it because i like it that much um Top but, gun? yes oh that episode is in like two weeks guys uh, it's when lewis when lewis watches, watches the movie. it um, yeah. this is being filmed or this is being recorded in august and he still hasn't watched it yet so. <laughs> someday lewis someday someday, someday. I heard okay speech, so, yeah. well that's it for us today i'm hoping you guys enjoyed our episode um as usual, if you are interested in any of our episodes, please take a look at the two fanboys dot casual dot podbean dot com at something something something. 
it's been a while. <laughs> it's been a while. And uh, uh, go ahead, Lou. And on Facebook, uh, just drop our name in the search bar. Two fanboys and a filthy casual at our main page and our uh, ever a fun uh, group page with a bunch of like-minded nerds, gamers, geeks, and fanboys and fangirls uh, who like to keep active with uh, a lot of the pop culture news and stuff coming out there. And, and then on Twitter, Instagram, and TikTok at two fanboys, one casual. And then on Twitch, we are twitch.tv slash casual fanboy gaming. And as usual, anywhere you find your regular podcast, we are there as well. Well, that is it for us today. I truly hope you enjoyed our episode. If uh, you like us, give us a like. If not, give us a like. And I think Lewis is uh, in. Uh, did something explode, Lewis? Is that what's going on there? No, it's there's uh, yeah. fireworks going on. Uh, Alderaan has uh, has exploded in the background. Gotcha. Dude, spoilers, bro. <laughs> oh, that is it for us today. <laughs> This is two fanboys in a filthy casual. This is Dennis. This is Lewis. And this is Harold. That's just